Hello there. This is the Crunchy Christian Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am a master herbalist, aromatherapist, author, speaker, blogger, and veteran homeschooling mama of four. You can learn more about how I can equip you to pursue God's best naturally at my website, julienaturally.com. And now, today's show. everybody, it's Julie, and I'm so glad you're here on the Crunchy Christian Podcast, where we have fun talking crunchy Christian granola living and all things green and growing that God gave us. Today, we are going to talk about herbal first aid. Now, included in that is going to be uh, some other natural helps uh, that are not herbal, but they should be included in your first aid anyway. So before we dig into that, uh, let's just identify what this means. So we're not, we're not going to talk today about chronic headaches or chronic stomach aches. We're talking about bruises and cuts and scrapes and uh, burns, although we talked about sunburn um, a couple weeks ago, uh, but, you know, burns from cooking or things like that. Uh, we're not um, talking about ongoing rashes like eczema. So we're just talking about stocking an herbal first aid kit at home and also some things that are really good to take with you when you're doing all those outdoor adventures in the summertime. So the first things we're going to talk about are the natural things that are not necessarily herbal or essential oils or those types of things. So as we talked about in the last episode, apple cider vinegar is really good to have around. So we mentioned that it helps repel mosquitoes. But it can also be used for soothing sunburn if you dilute it a little bit and also for soothing bug bites. Like, well, you might think, well, if I used it to repel the mosquitoes, then I shouldn't need it for the bug bites, right? Well, you know, we often forget to reapply the insect repellent and we're still outdoors and we get bit anyway. I know that's happened to me. You know, you're supposed to reapply after two hours. But when you're having fun, you don't always remember to do that. So you may get bit anyway. So apple cider vinegar is good for that. Uh, It can also help with poison ivy exposure. That's something that's a little different, I bet. Um, it, It can help with the itching and the swelling and that from poison ivy. It can also help with minor indigestion. And one of the great things about apple cider vinegar is that it's pretty inexpensive and it's pretty available. Sometimes uh, some of the remedies that we talk about are not always readily available and they have to be ordered. But apple cider vinegar is pretty available and it's has many uses even outside of first aid. So it's just great to have around. 
The next thing to stack in your natural medicine chest is activated charcoal. Now, activated charcoal is not that stuff that is left over after you have a campfire. It's not uh, those bricks that you get to light up your grill. (laughs) Activated charcoal is something very special, and it's usually sold in capsules at natural health stores. It's mostly used for cases of food poisoning. It helps to bind up those toxins that are released in your gut and help you safely eliminate those things. It can also help with diarrhea that is related to food poisoning very often. Uh, it, I would not use it with small children, though. Um, it's, it, follow the package instructions very carefully with the use of activated charcoal. The next thing to have around is hydrogen peroxide, and you probably have that around already. Most houses stock that pretty regularly, um, as much as they might stock rubbing alcohol. However, hydrogen peroxide is safer to use than rubbing alcohol. If you get rubbing alcohol in a wound, it is actually poisonous to the body, and uh, sometimes you might find that it actually makes the wound redder and more angry looking. It's because your body's trying to get rid of the toxin that you've introduced. Whereas the hydrogen peroxide is not quite so bad, um, although it is better if you use it more diluted. It can also sometimes cause a reaction, but it's not as bad as the rubbing alcohol. And I would not use it for deep wounds. Uh, in deep wounds, believe it or not, it's better to let let it bleed a little bit. The blood itself will help wash out the bacteria and things. And then we're going to talk a little and just a little bit about um, a an unexpected helper for deeper wounds. And of course, if it's a really deep gash, you might need to go to the hospital for some stitches. But um, sometimes it's it's a little gray whether or not we should go for stitches. Um, and uh, sometimes using a nice piece of uh, very sticky tape to hold it closed can be enough. It really just depends. Um, but uh, I wouldn't take risks if it is very deep. Um, so, but you. Keep hydrogen peroxide around because not only can you use it to kind of clean up wounds, but um, you can use it for sanitizing, especially if you are out camping or out hiking in the woods and things like that. It can um, help to clean off the wildcrafted food that you may find. Uh, Sometimes it's fun to pick uh, wild berries as long as you are absolutely certain that they are edible. (laughs) Make absolutely certain. Um, Or finding, you know, burdock or um, other wild plant, edible plants. The hydrogen peroxide is a very effective cleaner for those uh, vegetables and wild herbs so that 
you can just kind of wash them off and be able to eat them right off. And it also can help keep your toothbrushes and dishes clean on those camping trips. So instead of having to bring all the soap and all this other stuff, you can just, you know, squirt a little bit of that on there and wash them off. And it, because it's very effective at killing all kinds of microbes, yeast, molds, um, they're all fun, fun guy, right? Uh, and uh, bacteria, even viruses, it's very effective. Uh, the next thing to include among your natural items for your herbal natural medicine kit is um, Epsom salts. And it has kind of a specialized use. It's mostly great for soaking in with your sore muscles and that. I wouldn't get in there if you have sunburn. That would be pretty tingly. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, if you've been out doing um, hard kayaking or cycling or been hiking for a long time and you feel just really sore, that is a great uh, bath to take that will help to soothe those sore muscles. And interestingly, you can also use a solution of Epsom salt to help remove splinters and help relieve constipation. Now we're going to get into ingredients that are herbal. And included under herbal is, of course, the essential oils. Um, because essential oils come from plants too, right? So um, we're going to start with one that you may not have thought of before, and that is cayenne pepper. And you're probably thinking, cayenne pepper? Why would I ever use cayenne pepper in my herbal first aid kit? Well, let me just say, cayenne pepper is very effective at stopping the bleeding, uh, especially if it's uh, a clean cut but it keeps weeping uh, blood and it's not super deep, but so it doesn't, it doesn't need stitches, but it's still deep enough that it, the, the bleeding doesn't stop like right away. Um, and you've let it weep a little bit so that it can clean out any dirt or your uh, bacterias or things that have gotten in there. Well, put it, sprinkling a powdered dried cayenne pepper. Now we don't put like a fresh pepper in there or anything like that. It's dried cayenne pepper that's powdered. So like the spice you'd use in your food, uh, sprinkle some of that in there and it stops the bleeding. Uh, it just sort of coagulates there and um, it how cayenne works is it causes the blood to sort of level out for your body so that it, it isn't rushing out through the wound. And um, it, it has a lot of antioxidant properties and things like that too. If you've ever uh, purchased those, they, they have, at, even at drugstores, they have this paste, this, this powdery stuff that you can get that does exactly the same thing. And it's red. It looks just like cayenne pepper. I, I, it probably is cayenne pepper. So it, it's not so unusual that, uh, that it would work. 
The next thing is witch hazel. You prob- probably heard of that before. Um, witch hazel is, is really good for the skin. Use it a lot as an astringent on the skin to help uh, dry up acne and to help um, clear, clear up um, other blemishes on the skin. It, uh, it is an astringent and anti-inflammatory, and it helps to ward off infection. It can help soothe sore throats as well, minor sore throats, I would say. Um, not, uh, not necessarily severe sore throats associated with um, a, a larger illness, something that's more severe, but a mild sore throat. And as I said, it, you know, it helps with your skin, but even inflamed skin. So it can also help with um, redness and, and uh, irritation in the skin. Arnica. You cannot have an herbal first aid kit without Arnica. Arnica is the go-to for bruises and for muscle aches and pains. You have to have that in there. And that usually comes in a cream or gel. And sometimes it's a homeopathic form of the Arnica. But, uh, But that is essential to have in Ginger is one that we keep on hand for stomach aches and nausea. Uh, It's very good for those things. And as I said, if you have ongoing stomach issues, then there's something else going on um, that is much deeper. And uh, we don't want to just keep addressing the symptoms. That is the Um, conventional way of looking at uh, health is just addressing the symptoms. Um, But from an herbal perspective, we always go deeper to the cause of what's going on and help the body to heal itself. Uh, Chronic stomach pains and intestinal cramps are a cry for help from your body. So um, we want to help it and not just sort of put a band-aid on it. So I just want to say that with ginger, it's very good with nausea and it's very good with stomach aches. I would use it for, you know, those occasional stomach aches. Maybe you ate too much or maybe you're just nervous or um, maybe there's a little, like, you, you ate something that doesn't agree with you or... Um, something like that, or a stomachache associated with uh, some kind of virus or something that you may be feeling. White willow. White willow, uh, it, it is the willow tree that grows next to a lot of lakes and large ponds and things. And, um, and uh, willow is nature's aspirin. And uh, you can use it like that. It helps with um, aches and pains. Uh, it's very good for headaches and just relieving pain in general. Now we're going to talk a little bit about our oils. So lavender oil, you've heard lavender oil talked about a lot. Lavender is just, it's so mild and uh, gentle, yet so effective. 
it has all those antimicrobial properties and yet it helps with sunburn and with other skin issues and it soothes uh, scrapes and helps to ward off infection as well because all oils have those antibacterial, antimicrobial properties, uh, including peppermint oil, which is our next oil that um, we're talking about. And that one also can help with burns. But when you use it together with the ginger, that can really help with um, stomach issues. Now, with essential oils, generally we don't take those internally. But peppermint is unique because peppermint, you can take the plant itself and you can steep it and make a nice peppermint tea out of it. Or you can put one drop of peppermint oil in your mug of tea, of ginger tea, and that is fine. Um, So be careful with that. And the last oil that we always want to include, just like arnica, you always include arnica. Just like that, we always include tea tree oil also. Tea tree oil is the go-to for keeping infection away, even for addressing some kinds of warts. Um, And it's gentle enough to be used with children. Uh, which is nice. So unlike some of the other uh, antibacterial types of oils, tea tree oil um, generally is non-irritating. I would test it in a small area first, but it's generally non-irritating, but it's very effective also for all kinds of uh, bacteria types of things. So um, putting that on uh, on your wound once it's it's sealed can help keep bacteria and infection away and help to bring down inflammation and things too. So um, that's what we have. If you would like, I encourage you to go to the show notes page and get your free download of how to create your own natural uh, first aid kit. Um, So there's a link there on the show notes page. And that's a wrap. Don't forget uh, that you can connect with me on Facebook at Julie Naturally. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Show notes for today's broadcast can be found at crunchychristianpodcast.com. Hit the subscribe button now so you can join me next week. Until then, remember all you need is God, people, and growing things. God bless. God bless.